discussion will revolve around equity and how teachers can advocate and incorporate equity within their students' curriculum and their students' community involvement with their peers, family, and other school-affiliated staff. For those who may not know, educational equity is about providing all students with the same opportunities, no matter their race, culture, ethnicity, social class, gender, and boy, the list can go on. It's about focusing on students' abilities and how they learn the best without adding society's biases and stereotypes on students, specifically black and brown students. So today, to focus on students' identities and schooling, I will be centering today's podcast on skin color and self-love. off, I would like to introduce Jabari Mahiri's text, Deconstructing Race, Multicultural Education Beyond the Colorblind. And Mahiri's main idea in this text is that race works as a social construct in one's thought and how one expresses those thoughts in the actions that they take. This socially constructed idea on race categorizes identities based on whiteness and, and white supremacy and basically people who have been known to be in power. This idea of white culture is centered in the concepts of labor, gender, class, and beauty. And anyone outside of these concepts are considered inferior. But a person's humanity and worth cannot be defined by skin color. Mahiri argues that this idea of race needs to be deconstructed as a way of changing power dynamics rooted in society and school settings to design effective educational approaches. For example, through a multicultural education, it provides exposure to difference. Moreover, Mahiri points out that we need to change our way of thinking. He calls it reverse engineering to reflect personal cultural identities on how people actually exist and engage in both past and present society to understand real diversity. Mahiri wants us to know that people are being limited to their identities within color-coded categories surrounding this idea of race and power. He also mentions that the complexity of people's lives beyond the colorblind and wants to acknowledge the realities of how people identify ethnically, culturally, and linguistically. Ultimately, limitless diversity and being able to change your positioning within different ethnic ethnic groups and identities is key to understanding one's everyday lifestyle within society by empowering them to define themselves instead of being defined and categorized. Teachers need to address equity because it's about the realities of students' lives and their futures and how to best teach them to voice their concerns for justice so that they do not become another statistic. As teachers and future teachers, we need to be aware of the effects that society has on children by addressing those issues directly. Equity is about being brave and free to express your thoughts and concerns when engaging in topics like race or skin color. That way students are learning how to respectfully overcome racism and biases throughout their lives.
Another text I would like to introduce is by Stephanie Cariaga, and her text is titled Toward Self-Recovery, Cultivating Love with Young Women of Color Through Pedagogies of Body, Mind, and Spirit. And Cariaga's main idea with this text is that young women of color need to advocate while still being engaged in pedagogies that are humanizing and provide healing to students and their communities. She discusses her decade as an urban teacher and wants to understand the life experiences of the students she works with. And one student specifically is Chelsea. And with the help of another teacher named Miss Ree, the two develop a curriculum to serve Chelsea and her peers' needs based on their life experiences. Um, Cariaga embraces self-love in the classroom uh, by using radical embodied teaching practices that Cariaga refers to as body, mind, spirit to guide students toward self-recovery. Cariaga argues that in order to reconstruct and incorporate body, mind, spirit in the classroom as teachers, we have to recognize that school is an unsafe space, especially for women of color. In order to impact violent schooling intuitions, I'm sorry, institutions, (laughs) in order to begin the healing process for the students. Um, And through Chelsea's Switch It Up project, Cariago was able to see a process of uncovering layers of negativity by embracing multiple kinds of healing. And ultimately, what Cariaga wants teachers and future teachers to understand is that we need to address internalized oppression. Otherwise, schools will continue to fail students of color. Kariaga's texts are great examples for figuring out who you want to be based on your thoughts and actions because it is a reflection of who you are and who you want to be. Mahiri believes that students should be free to express and identify as they please and, and for me during high school that was something I personally was not able to do because people would look at me and see my skin color and assumed that I was either ghetto and loud or poor and even uneducated, which was the complete opposite of who I was. Remarks like, oh, you're smart for a black girl, or even, you know, you're pretty for a black girl. It's just a reminder of, of, of past generation struggles. And, and, it, and it's quite hurtful. And for some reason in, in modern society, It impacted my peers' views of me. Um, They didn't even give me a chance to define who I was because I was already categorized by my cultural history instead of my actual presence. So I played the role at school. And when I got home, I was my true self because it's where I felt the most comfortable being me. So for me, um, Mahiri's text is just the start of deconstructing society's views based on skin color. And Kariaga's text, for me, is the beginning of reconstructing society's views through her body, mind, spirit pedagogy. Um, In high school, there were no brave spaces. Everything was just for a grade or competition. 
So when reading Karyaga's text and learning about the different techniques of the body-mind-spirit pedagogy, such as journaling, uh, meditating, um, and even reflective dialogue, it, it was just soothing to hear that today's teachers are offering what students need, which ultimately comes down to love within themselves and their communities to serve all marginalized students. Personally, um, I wish I had someone in high school who could read my body language or, or emotion and question how I was feeling. So I had the opportunity to speak my truth, but I didn't have anyone. So for those listening, I am poised, confident, fearless, educated, hardworking, and a creative African-American woman. And as a future teacher, I want to commit to practicing and expressing feelings and emotions with my students so they can become exposed to difference authentically and move past stereotypes and assumptions. And teachers should approach the topic of skin tone and, and self-love by being aware of the role they hold and the power that we have to transform students' learning experiences both inside and outside of the classroom with something as simple as getting involved uh, with the student's lifestyle by, by being a part of students' families, community events, and being open to, to learning new languages, cultures, traditions, and values, even if it's not a representation of who the teacher is individually. Um, because it, it, it's important that as teachers, we create secure and positive classrooms for learning so that students are engaged and feel comfortable sharing who they are and where they come from um, with the class and with the teacher. Some example pedagogies include what I like to call reality curriculum, which is just an idea of preparing students for the real wor world that they actually live in. For example, when students are learning about history and different cultures, diversity, each student can be given different scenarios about a culture and what that culture values. And then after reading their scenarios, students would interact with one another, sharing the things about their culture's identity that makes them unique based on that culture's values, beliefs, religion, etc. For example, one student can be given the African-American male scenario, where the African-American male celebrates Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, because they were adopted by a Latino family. And another student can be given an Asian-American female who celebrates Kwanzaa. And this allows students to ask questions with each other. And some students may know these traditions and can expand on what it is and how it's celebrated. Because, you know, a lot of times students will remember something their peers said over what the teacher was teaching. Um, so ultimately, it creates open discussion for cultural differences. Um, this is, an, this is an one way um, to pro promote equity because it's including and representing a variety of cultures that may or may not even be represented within the classroom, but that's okay. 
because students are respectfully taking in new information about new cultures and students are engaging with one another, sharing their thoughts um, about the different identities within these different cultures. future teacher, one activity I see myself doing to address the issue of skin tone and self-love would be having a variety of children's books with different characters of different ethnicities to show that we all have multiple identities and come from different backgrounds as a way of connecting to my students through reading to learn more about who my students are and who they choose to identify as. These books will help create brave spaces and students will be able to share what they experience on a day-to-day basis, both in school and outside of school. Um, in addition, when learning about different students' backgrounds, we all can empower one another to be the change within our communities and our school. One learning activity I would do with the students after having read the variety of books would be a self-portrait. That way students can see who they are physically and mentally to determine what is important about them and what is important to them and what makes them unique and empowered. So there would be these mirrors hanging on the wall or the students could hold the hand mirrors and they would be looking at themselves. And as they look at themselves, they can jot some notes down, they can color a, a quick sketch and, and they can say a few positive things about what they like. They can say, I love the shape of my eyes. I love the texture of my hair, whatever comes to mind, but it has to be positive. Um, and then when looking in the mirror and drawing themselves, um, they can also get, they can also draw a background that represents them and their family or their community. And students get to witness one another and where they come from, in addition to how to best approach and treat one another. Um, the activity is about finding beauty within themselves and others while also embracing where they come from. This activity also exposes them to a classroom full of diverse students who come from different backgrounds and perspectives on what is beautiful. As a future educator, I believe my insights will lend to a more responsive schooling experience where diverse students can thrive because students bring cultural wealth in different aspects of race, from their language, values, and even within their names. It is important that as a future educator, we reassure students of their culture and identity by being mindful in the way we shape our students' perception, by celebrating difference to develop individual pride in everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs>